The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to call my game. And show you that I win. You love to mine. All those times I said that I love you. Time for you, Mr. Unlimited. It's sorry. An extension for Michael Malone. The cheetah is now a dolphin. And happy birthday, Peyton. All on a teammate fighting, donut biting, throwback Thursday edition of the program. Gracious. What do you think you are? I am. What it do, baby? Yeah. Got the good show today. Thanks for being with us. Lots to talk about. Easy work. All work is light work. <laughs> How are you, Jake? Doing all right. Doing all right. I'm a little tired. Really? What happened? You staying up uh, making sure no one wrecks into your cars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, just uh, having a pregnant wife at home. Oh, you know, wake, yeah. Waking up in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, uh, you know it's it's Hard it's to get tiring. comfortable when you got another person living inside of your body. Right. Growing. Pretty crazy. <laughs> I was like, I don't even like, uh, I'm shocked at h- how it happens every time. And, I, you know, I've done it a bunch. It's just like, what is going on? It is crazy. It's like, feel this. You're like, uh, what's going on inside of you? It's so squishy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving. <laughs> it's creepy. No, it's not creepy. That's it's your- beautiful. <laughs> That's your child. I'm going to get you pregnant. <laughs> All right. So. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Ask me some questions. Uh, are you uh, enjoying that donut? Uh, yeah, that yeah, donut? I did. I did. Um, David Hurl bought, uh, for his own 50th, brought donuts in for himself. Uh, thanks, Nate. Way to go out of your way for uh, Hurl Butt. No, he's a good dude, David Hurl Butt. He's a really good guy. His wife's going through a lot right now. I feel really bad for them. But... He's got a great attitude, you know, and they're going to kick this thing, you know? And he bought all these donuts from the Mars. They're pretty good. They are. There's so many I wanted to do. I should do a taste test on, like, there's some in there, and there's a lot of them, that I would never otherwise taste. You know? Yeah, I got that maple. Yeah, that was Dang. Cool. You're old school, huh? Gotta love it. Classic. Wow. He asked, you know, he asked me the other day, he asked me for some gum. Jake didn't ask me for any gum, or he didn't ask me for, like, any Starburst. He was like, you got any Orther's Original? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah. Who oh, the f- is that guy? I want to gum it for the, you know, and I want to gnaw on it for the next 30 minutes. two hours. <laughs> uh, do you know what candies were good that your grandma always had, though? What? They were 
wrapped up to where the wrapper looked like a strawberry. Okay, yep. And it was like a strawberry candy, and inside it was gooey. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> what is that called? I don't know. I, it's just like a Can we get candy. F. Lewis or Chuck Nasty, one of our older representatives of the Blizzard show? Lizard. No doubt about it. Another great. One of my favorites, actually. You know? I could never say it on Twitter and things like that, but I kind of side with his politics. No, I don't. Just joking. If there's one thing we love that people call into the show and let us know about, it's their politics, their religion, their fantasy football team, and boy, do we ever love to hear about their kids. Good morning, Snowflakes. How you doing? Great, great. I just wanted to say thank God for Donald Trump. I love you, Mr. Trump. Thanks for trying to save our country. Yeah. What a wild moment on this show. You know what I mean? On this show? Right. Like, how of did all that... shows. How did that guy stumble, you know, do, do you know what I'd love for that guy to, like, call him and be like, do you know what? <laughs> you know what, Danny? I called just to troll you, you know? I was just waiting for you to say something real liberal-like, and I was going to blast you, and I did. But you and Jake do a great show, and I love your Kamara stuff. Yeah! You know what I mean? It almost kind of be like first time in years. I can't get enough of that one. That um, listen. First time in years that I'm listening to a good radio show, and I disagree with everything being said. Whoa! It's funny. <laughs> okay, let's see. Happy birthday, Peyton! Happy birthday! It's Peyton's birthday yay hey lady. hey lady what do you think peyton man he's the greatest of all time uh no uh, not even close. second greatest of all time uh yeah we'll go second okay greatest. okay um you mean the gap between him and tom is yeah the the gap between him and tom is not even close but he wow. is number two on the mount rushmore of great quarterbacks um but how old is he turning is he like a i think 100 and uh no not 50 82 50 let me see <laughs> oh, he's got. I'm, I'm gonna say he is 49. Um, I'd say he's 46. I'm looking up celebrity birthdays because it's been such a long time it didn't come up naturally hey, like they used to. <laughs> okay, are you ready to compete? I'm ready. Peyton Manning, 49, is 46. Yeah! Oh, yeah, Jake? Mr. Smart Guy? Well, why don't you tell me how old the Undertaker is? Happy birthday, Undertaker. Is he dead? No. No, he's... <laughs> he's, uh... I'm gonna say he's... He's undead. Oh, oh. He's 58. He's 57. You're back, Jake. I can't compete against... You know, I'm looking at it, so it's hard for me to do, but you can come back and beat me by getting uh, this guy. You know Jim Parsons? Jim Parsons. He is from that hit show with the dorks on it and the one Q Blonde. They're all dorks. Q Blonde. Just, uh, Bazing. Bazing. Um, how I met not, no, not how I met your mother. Dang. It's uh, they're dorks. Total losers like Dungeons and Dragons. There's the tall dork one. Blossom's in it. Blossom's in it. Uh, let me click on it. The show is called... Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The dork lead dork. Okay, so I'm going to say he is 37. 
He's 49, not even oh, close. Oh, yeah? Well, it's okay, because you can come back with this one. Harry Houdini, the great Harry Houdini, hold on, was born what year? Let me give you a little rundown on the famous uh, magician, okay? He was Hungarian, okay? He uh, was an icon and an, an escape artist whose most difficult stunt uh, entailed escaping from handcuffs that took a loss, locksmith five years to build. Oh, wow. So how old or what, what year, what was, year he was he born? Yeah. Can you tell me what year he died? Interesting, Jake. Yeah, I can. 1926, I can tell you. He okay. died in 1926. All right. So it's got to be like in the 1800s then. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say like 18... Well, again, he did crazy stunts. Right. Die early. Yeah. You just don't put it out there. Okay. 1878. 1874. Good enough for me. That's good stuff. What about uh, Chris Bosch? Future NBA Hall of Famer Chris Bosch. Bosch's got to be like 40, right? Final answer? 40. It's 38. What about the legendary Tommy Hill figure? Ooh. Ooh. Um, Beautiful. Close. Man, I don't even know. I'm going to say, like, he's got to be, like, 59, 60. Final answer? 60. 71. And finally, for the win, Jake, how old is David Hurlbut? 50. You don't know who Louis Anderson is. He just died too. And that's celebrity birthdays. Happy birthday, Peyton! Right? Of all those guys, the Undertaker, Tommy Hilfiger, who's the greatest? Because Tommy's On like the list? yeah, Tommy's the greatest at what he's done. Yeah, him and Ralph. You know, right. Lauren. <laughs> I'll probably go with Peyton. Peyton. Peyton's greater group. than the Undertaker. Yes. Oh, you sure about that? Is the Undertaker the goat? He's amongst the goats, and he is arguably so the goat. He's arguably the goat. The goat. The goat. The goat. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with uh, Peyton. I'm not much of a wrestling guy. He, you're telling me Peyton's better than Harry Houdini, who David Copperfield purchased all of his holdings. Okay, Houdini is the greatest. He's the greatest. I mean, we still talk talk about him, you know, to this day. We still talk about him to this day because he's such an icon and a legend. Check this out. A university student and boxer named Jay Gordon Whitehead tested Houdini's immortality by striking him in the gut several times, which ruptured his appendix and killed him. Oh! Wait, so was that murder or was that like a, an experiment? <laughs> what? Did Houdini, like, sign up for this? <laughs> I guess we'll never, never know. know. I need to know. <laughs> uh, that's what we do, Jake. We keep them um, wanting more. We keep them um, coming back. Quite frankly, nobody does it better. It's no slogans, Jake. Just great radio. Okay. I want to talk about Coach Michael Malone's extension. He had one year left on a deal. 
they extended him after uh, they extended him uh, a couple years. From, uh, uh, in addition to next year, he's the head coach here for the next at least two years. For at least the bare minimum for the next this year, the next year, and one more year, they're just kind of tied to him. So, I guess yelling at your players does pay. That's why I keep telling these co- these you know these pl- these parents. Yeah, I'm yelling at your kid all practice, but your kid's a brat and he deserves it. You know. Oh, we don't discipline Liam like that. Oh, really? Liam sucks, man. And so does your parenting. And Liam, ready, Jake? You're fired. Now you can't fire kids off of teams. I've tried it. Danny and Jake, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. We appreciate you guys for being with us. Let's get it. It's Molly Sports. This one for her tonight. You'll be having another baby. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Sex is what I meant by it. Turn that up. You turn me on like a light switch when you're moving your body around. That one that he did with the Kalani too that we like? Yeah. That one's fire. Do you love it when you keep me guessing? 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. So Michael Lone was extended by the Nuggets kind of just a week after he came down on his guys. Um, to a point where he took a lot of heat, at least from you know, local media guy here who hardly watches basketball games. Um, was shocked by the way he talked to his players. Uh, I would say that Michael Malone to these guys is um, very well respected. I think they believe in the guy. I think they appreciate the guy. I think he's honest. There's no BS with him. He may be tough, but there's no games. He's not going to play mind games with you. He's going to keep it very, very uh, real with you and straightforward. He's not, you know, some coaches play those kind of games, push guys buttons and, um, you know, for better and for and for worse. But I think Michael Malone has been for one. I think he's one of the best developers of young talent in the NBA. I mean, like he's just what he's been able to do has been incredible with Nicola, with Jamal Murray, with the Gary Harris of the world. Uh, Gary Harris. And then um, all the guys, Nurkic. Uh, I mean, like the, he had one miss, and it was like Emmanuel Mudiay who was playing like overseas somewhere, and the guy just couldn't really ever play. So I think Michael Malone, when it comes to developing talent, has been supreme. Actually, all time has done some all time work with what he's done with Jokic, with what he's done with Jamal Murray, um, with I think what he's kind of turned. Aaron Gordon into a little bit, you know, like a real refined player, great player. Um, though, you know, 
Does he has he earned the next an extension? Yeah, I mean, really, we haven't mentioned Michael Porter one time. You know what I mean? In this, which again, it's like that's not intentional. That's subconscious in my mind. It's like I don't include him in all of the things that the Nuggets have done. You know what I mean? Because he's barely been a part of it. And then, you know, on top of that, you know, his dad's saying this and that. He's kind of got this attitude here. And, you know, he's he's a hard guy to figure out. Okay? He's a very hard guy to kind of figure out. He's young. He's... um was an incredibly, like, supremely um, gifted young player to the point where he was touted and talked about as a number one, potential number one overall pick. His his story is unique. He went to Missouri and played, like, in three games there. Like, got hurt right at the beginning of his career. Came back, like, in the, National, in the uh, um, NCAA tournament. And, like, I remember watching it. Tried to take the game over right away. It was just like he hadn't played, and like they, they they knew his teammates knew he was the truth, I guess. But it was a guy who was trying to play at that speed, who hadn't played all season. He didn't have a great game, but I was like, who is this guy? Um, so I don't know. It's I'm not saying Michael Malone hasn't had success with Michael Porter Jr. I'm just kind of maybe not giving Michael Porter Jr. any credit. I mean, give the guy some credit. I mean, give them for some real. credit. I mean, for real. You know, this uh, Michael Malone extension is not very surprising. He's gotten better every single year. The record has improved. Um, you know, even this year, they're on par with what they were last year with their guys healthy. So that's a testament to not only Nikola Jokic, but also Michael Malone figuring out the rotations, plugging in guys. And I saw a play. Uh, his, his ability to draw up plays is pretty remarkable. There was a... Uh, pick and roll. They started with the pick and roll to get it to Nikola Jokic right around the free throw line. And after Nikola draws some attention, backdoor cut to Aaron Gordon. But then there's Aaron Gordon who's able to kick it out to Monte Morris in the corner. And then Morris then swing swings it to Barton at the top of the key for the three. That was a fantastic play, and a lot of that goes to the Oh, the other night where Barton gave like a little kind of fakey pass, head fakey pass back to the corner, who went back out to Barton, and then Barton hit the three kind of from the corner there? That was a different one. Oh, yeah. That okay. was a different... Like, okay, okay, yeah. The the ball movement and the chemistry that these guys have going... Well, they... Ha- listen. Are so set in up order by to, Because they're not talented, <laughs> they have to, have to, have to do that stuff, Jake, in order to compete and win games. And when they do do that, it's like the um, St. Peter's beating uh, Power Five. It's like that team ball is, it's, they're so unselfish. It's just executing, it's just doing the job. And when you do that kind of stuff, it's like, I don't know, man. There's been a lot of times where I, when I'm hooping with the dads or, um, oh, welcome to daddy ball. No, or when I'm playing uh, noon ball at the Y with like the homeboys. And I like get stuck with two or three guys. I'm like, oh, we got too many white guys on this team. Could we do a switch? Just one or two guys here. And then what happens? Sometimes, like, my little gritty gutties go out there, hit every board, make one little extra pass to a guy. You're like, you don't want to give it to him, but you start, you know, you find a guy and he makes a little easy one. And all of a sudden they get going and you kind of pull off the upset. I mean, it's just as simple as kind of that kind of stuff. So the Nuggets have to do that kind of stuff and play. In. And that's why I think. If for anyone who was like, well, geez, Michael Malone, chill freaking out. These guys have overachieved this season have been great. Well, he knew they didn't do 
what they needed to do in order to compete against a team like the Celtics on that night, and he chewed them for it. Margins are thin. Um, Nuggets still chasing maybe like the number four seed. Even, you know, still right now, even still. Chasing that number four seed potentially. And that's it, man. I mean, Jokic, like, I would just like want to apologize to him. It's like, hey, bro, I wish I could give you. I, I don't. He, he can't afford a night off. You know, this team can't afford a night off for him. And I don't think he wants a night off anyways. Well, what's so funny over there? We got a text. Uh, a couple, actually. Okay. Uh, but this one from F. Lewis, he says, uh, Porter Potty Jr. and Drew Locke, both from Mizzou. Coincidence? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But he also says, in the wide world of sports, you should check out uh, slash shout out to Ukrainian women's volleyball team, inspirational and powerful Tenderoni on TikTok. Really? I guess. F. Lewis threw Tenderoni in there? Yeah, he did. Damn, I love F. Lewis. P.S. There are buzzards on TikTok. Oh, is there? Dang. I didn't mean it like that when I said all buzzards. Tenderoni. I like to meet F. Lewis. We got to do something in the, you know, get all the guys together somewhere. Let's get a remote going. I'll be sweet. He's like, nah, I don't want to come in. Well, we'll come to you then. Let's go, guys. We got to get that, get in on that poker game. Bert used to drive a bus. I'm sure he can get his hands on a bus here. He knows people in the bus industry. You know, I don't know how one gets involved in the custodial arts, but, um, okay. Hold on. All right. Uh, so, we want to talk about what went down and how it went down with. Tyreek Hill, what it means for the Chiefs. I, I'm just gonna say it right now. The Broncos are better than the Chiefs. Okay, Honey Badger, Chris Jones, that little those guys that kind of made that run with these guys are kind of washed now. Honey Badger ain't even there. Hey, Honey Badger, Honey Badger don't care. <laughs> Honey Badger ain't even there anymore. That defense stinks. They weren't the same offense last year anyways. And now the one guy, it wasn't the dynamic running back. You know, I'd say Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has underachieved. Who? What was the one guy that made their offense so unique and special? And that kind of includes Patrick Mahomes. I know he's the he's the maestro, or he's the orchestrator. He's you know he's 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 the guy doing all the the dirty work, so to speak. But Tyree Kill made that offense really, truly what it was. And without him, they are not the same team. And when we chop it all up, you spread it all out there, lay it out there. I like the Broncos' talent better than the Chiefs. Oh, Danny Williams, Jake Meyer back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Eddie Murphy as good as Jamie Foxx? No. Nah? No. Jamie. Okay. Jamie's pretty good. In music. Uh, but he's really great at it. 
he won an Oscar for Ray. Okay. Um, nice choice on a throwback Thursday edition of the program. Jake will take your throwback hits by request. Uh, did you see the sideline yesterday of um, the Heat game where, I don't know what happened, but Udonis Haslam and... Jimmy Butler start to go at it and look like they're going to scrap and you know, start talking like I'm going to kill you kind of stuff. And Eric Spolster slams his clipboard down. It was like an epic slamming of the clipboard down onto the court. And he's pointing and he's kind of pissed at Jimmy Butler too. And It kind of seemed like it started with Butler and Spolstra and then Haslam came in and was like, I might have you don't been. talk to my coach like that. It might have been like, like that. that. And then it kind of all just erupted from there. But, you know, hey, they're the number one seed. And, you know, tensions are probably high. And that's what Jimmy Butler brings out of a lot of people uh, is because because he's a competitor and he's, he's um, you know, just that type of guy, an alpha, so to speak. And Spolstra probably, mm-hmm. you know, didn't like something he said. And it... it is that no. stuff a, bi- a big deal or no big deal? I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, Isn't that what you get with that guy? Yeah, uh, that's what you get with Jimmy Butler. It's what you expect. But you got to have thick skin when you're playing with a guy like that or if you're coaching a guy like that. And I honestly think they're the worst one seed in a long time. Uh, they're the most overrated number one seed. I, I They're pretty good. They're really good. They have everything. They're not great, though. Uh, they're like, they kind of remind me of the Bucks. They're, they're a regular season team. Come playoff time, they're not going to do that great. Uh, they went to the NBA finals last year. No, two years ago in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure, to be honest. They're going to fall apart in the playoffs. I think the Bucks are the best team in the East. Okay. Bucks, number one. Sixers, number two. And I'll put the, the Heat at number three. Uh, I think I got... Bucks one, Nets two. Kyrie's coming back in full force. Ben Simmons three. Heat four. Sixers. And I might put like Toronto in front of the Sixers. What? Yeah. Yes, I said it. If anything, no I, bench. If anything, I might put Boston. Harden is not the same. The Seventy Sixers. Boston. They're the hottest team in the league right now. Yeah. Nobody could stop Boston. They're they're getting hot at the right time, and they might make a run at the championship. Dang, they're still missing something. I'm not sure what it is, but God, to, to think that they had Kyrie, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum, and they, uh, uh, Gordon Hayward too. Gordon Hayward Dang. and Al Horford. Dang, that's a good team. That was a great team, but uh, Kyrie kind of ruined stuff. Gordon Hayward broke his leg, and it was a whole situation. But uh, we, you were talking about Tyreek Hill on the uh, before the break, and you know how it affects the rest of the AFC West. And you said you think the Broncos are you know better than the Chiefs now. Uh, but yeah, we, I do. I think the Broncos are better than the Chiefs now. We did a poll on My Life Sports uh, two hours in, and right now the Broncos leading the way in which team will win the AFC West. At fifty six percent, 
uh, for Broncos, 25% to the Chargers, and 18% to the Chiefs, 0% Raiders. <laughs> Tell me those numbers one more time. Broncos, 56%. Mm-hmm. Chargers, 25 Chiefs, 18 mm. Raiders, 0 Well, that's a mile-high sports pull. Poll, right 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 you know okay. <laughs> but even on the poll i said putting your emotions to the side which team will win the afc west obviously they're not going to put their emotions to the side they're broncos country they're a little biased obviously with zero percent to the raiders i mean they've made a lot of moves this offseason yeah bolstering up their pass rush and receiving core all right interesting how do you have it? I have the uh, the Broncos at number one. I think the Broncos now are, are the best team in the AFC West. Chiefs probably at two. And Chargers at three. And Raiders. Raiders last. <laughs> I think the Broncos are the best team in the AFC West now. And I could... I accept that people are going to say, well, they haven't done anything. You're a homer, all that kind of stuff. But all I, how I look at this thing is like looking at a fantasy football preview for like who you're going to play next week. And it has all your guys at all your positions lined up across from your opponents. And it goes down and kind of checks one side or the other. Okay. So you want to play that game? You want to play that game, Jake? Yeah, let's do it. Broncos versus Chiefs? Broncos versus Chiefs. Okay. We'll play that game on the other side. Mm. Dang, I'll never think of it. But Michael Jackson's on this, but it's um, one word. It's like a one name, something like uh, Slappy, Swami, Swami, Slamsonite. Let me see. Um, what's, um, I'm going to think of it here. It's uh, d- um, it's uh, it's a, it's exciting. It, it, it's um, it's it's a rebuild. It's 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 uh, it's uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm just excited to be here. It's, I'm, hold on, just let me think here. Let me listen to it for a second. Parliament, wait, just Dimitri, uh, Rockwell. Damn it! Were you feeling like could I have got there eventually? Uh, like again, ten more minutes. Yeah, we don't have that much. Could time. I have got it by the end of the song? No, I wasn't going in that direction. Uh, Parliament funk. No, I like I was like like uh, rock uh, something. Uh, I was thinking. You don't think I could have got it? Dimitri? Well, you said Dimitri? <laughs> What's Delamitri? I, I don't know. Oh, what is it? I guess we'll see on the, the other, other side. side. We'll see if the Broncos are really better than the Chiefs. Let's stack it up on the other side. Molly Sports. The wrong guy, the wrong situation. The right time in Rome. Rome. What do you think, Jake? This is wrong. <laughs> I don't want to be right. Okay, you're right. You got to match in the 90s, though. You know? Uh, yeah. I, this one is okay. You know, this yeah. one's all right. But the other ones we were listening to, I was like... Yeah. 
This is what music was like back in my day, Jake. It's Tommy Two Tone, Lover Boy, The Gin Blossoms, and Delamitri. <sighs> If that's rock, I don't want to be right. Damn, isn't that the greatest thing ever? It's a great line. Isn't that a great line? <laughs> you kidding me? Big cheer? What? What is that? Big cheer? Are you kidding me? Let's go what out to the hotline that? and get our guy, Todd. Hey, Todd. Hey, dude. How you doing, dude? <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what's up? I am racist because my name is Todd. Hi, Todd. I'm Tucker. Hi, Tucker. I'm Todd. <laughs> I just wanted to give a big out, big shot to Coach Malone of the Nuggets. Yep. Okay, well, shout him out. What do you got to say about him? You think he's done a good job? Uh, his record's proven it. He's coached uh, the only person that he's coached so far. And turn them into an MVP. Um, you know, usually MVPs of the league, not every time. Okay? Not every time. But most of the time, MVPs are like, a, you know, we're destined. They're the number one, number two, number three overall picks in the league. You know, Shaq and uh, Kevin Durant and these guys, you know, Kobe... Um, these are high lottery picks. Kobe was like a 13th pick, but Kobe was like destined. You know what I mean? So yeah, for I for Jokic to be drafted in the second round, to go from second round, and people got to understand this real quick. So there's only two rounds in the NBA draft. So to give someone like a comp so they could kind of really understand it, um, picks one through like four, depending on the year, one through four or one through five in an NBA draft, that's essentially the first round of an NFL draft. Then it's a big, big drop and dip in talent between like six and about 13, the end of the lottery. Okay, the end of the lottery. That'd be your second round. That'd be equivalent to your NBA second round. Then picks from like 15 to somewhere in the 22s or the dudes are like, we're hitting that chronic or went to the small school or had to transfer or, um, yeah, or like had to uh, got themselves in a little bit of trouble or whatever, you know, Michael Porter Jr. territory, you know, flyers, flyers. That's the third round. Um you know the rest of the the rest of the first round like from 23 to 30 is the fourth round and then anything that happens in the second round of an NBA draft is like it's like the fifth or sixth round of an NFL draft what i'm saying is they found jokic like in the sixth round the fifth round with like the Three picks left at the end of the fifth round of the NFL draft. The the, the Nuggets select uh, Nikola Jokic, Denver Nugget NBA basketball player. For that a guy like that drafted there to become MVP of the whole league is a mind blowing because even Giannis was drafted like 14th or 15th overall, which is kind of like, you know, he's raw. He's, you know, we didn't get a chance to see a lot of him overseas, this and that. Uh, he's, you know, they play a different kind of style of ball there, whatever. They, on top of all of that, bro. This franchise, I remember a time, I remember a time when we believed, this franchise believed that it was Nurkic. 
that was going to be the truth. Nurkic was going to be the center to take this thing and change this thing. And I'll never forget it. When they traded Nurkic and kept Jokic, people were like, uh, he's supposed to be the better player. And it almost happened overnight when it became Jokic's team. And he literally took the entire franchise, Jake, to the next level. Yeah, I, I He's, he's kicking some booty, and it's, you have to give the coach the coach. Malone. Yeah, you do got to give him a lot of credit. He deserves this extension, but do you know what? At the end of this extension, if they don't win his uh, championship in the next two years, two years, he's got to go because then we're talking about prime and late prime and someone else to come in here and like try to put the whole thing over the top. So again, but even coach, coach, what's Malone did? Even uh, Carl. What's yeah, yeah, Carl Malone. Listen, Carl Malone didn't have any talent. Listen, Carl Malone when he had talent, Chauncey and Melo, he took them to the Western Conference Final, and it took Kobe Bryant to stop them. If the Nuggets go to the NBA Finals that year, they beat the Orlando Magic and Dwight Howard. The Nuggets would that that was the NBA Finals. The Nuggets yeah, versus he, the Lakers that year, that was the NBA Finals. So that's what yeah. Coach Carl did when he had the best talent. Yeah, and, and he had a good talent, too, with Seattle and the Nuggets. Yeah. Up too, so. Well, no, they look, yeah. they look at them push the Bulls. You know, Gary Payne and Sean Kemp and Deadlift, they were talking smack to Jordan. They lose epic NBA Finals, you know, between the, those yeah. those two teams. Yeah, it's, you're right, but it's just – you just got to – understand people don't understand how hard it is to actually do what he's doing what i mean to make the men they're grown men to listen to what he's saying to do because grown men could oh look at you have so many grown men oh i'll do what i want i'll do what i want i want to do this i'm gonna do this look at uh uh james what's james harden mm-hmm. he's not gonna win no championship He's not in Philadelphia. He's not, dude. He's nah. His best days are behind him. And it's a, a, a franchise that's so, so desperate to get over the hump is willing to do desperate things like go add James Harden to the puzzle when you have a guy who's 23 years old and, and Ben Simmons who, um, again, you have to keep Ben Simmons. He didn't want to play there anymore. But I wouldn't have traded him for Harden. I would have traded him for you know a, 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 someone else, something and someone else. Have you been to Philadelphia lately? Uh, Ned's. Oh my gosh! Dirty or what? Don't the people just hate life there and all that? Disgusting, dirty, disgusting, dirty. Mm. Oh, I can't believe it when I was there. I was like, "What the heck?" Mm-hmm. Oh wow! But Broncos rule. Everybody else sucks. Later. Later. All right, a couple minutes left in the segment here. Um, let me ask you about, we'll talk about, I didn't pay off the comp. We're going to go through, see who's really better, stack them up, break down. We'll do it on the other side in the top of the hour. We'll see what the Chiefs have um, as compared to the new look Denver Broncos. And on paper is one thing. But this isn't like a hope and a dream that our quarterback, if he could just be a poor man's this and that and just go in there and be able to hang around in games with Mahomes. No, we got a guy who's as good as that guy. Check this out. I saw this stat real quick. One time, only one time, one time, one. Russell Wilson, okay, only one time um, when he was, the offense allowed him to be a top 10 passing attempts guy in the NFL. Okay, he a top ten passing attempts guy in the NFL led the league in touchdown passes. 
all of the rest of the years, he wasn't even a top 10 passing attempts guy. Okay? Watch when they let this guy loose here. Watch what's going to happen. 40-plus touchdowns. He goes this year. I say 40 is the magic number for Russell Wilson. 40 touchdowns. 40! It's doable. He's done it before. Yeah. Um, And I think with the team he has now, he could throw 45. Uh Oh. Uh Yeah, I think it's going to be a nice compliment to the running game that the Broncos already have. That was the one missing part was a quarterback. Uh, and with Javante, and I don't think they're going to resign Melvin. I think they're going to you know, either stick with Mike Boone or, or draft somebody else. But with that running game paired with Russell Wilson's passing ability, it's going to be something special. And I can't wait to see how Nathaniel Hackett puts together his game plans, utilizing mm-hmm. both to their best ability. What a great life to live, huh? This is the great best life? This is the best life. Are we living our best life? Right now, yes. I am. I don't know about anybody else. Dang. The wallflowers? This is a request. Wow. Whoever did it, you know, I know what you're trying to do, and I like it. Alo is like, I'm reading the room. Just trust me. Wow. He was right. Watch this, Jake. <clears throat> Turn up so I sound good. So long ago, I don't remember when. That's when they said I lost my only friend. You know who this uh, son this is? Well, this is Jacob Dylan. Maybe you heard of his dad, Bob Dylan. Oh, they were kind of one-hit wonders. If you really like them, then you're like, no, man, they had a couple like this one. And because this was such an epic one-hit wonder, the next song on the album was like, it was a, it was, you knew that one. It was a good song, too. It was a good song, but only because I listened to this song a million times. You know this song? Oh, yeah. I've played it before. I think this is one of the greatest one-hit wonders of all time. It's great. I love this Nice choice, Halo. Way to contribute to the show from LA Sports. Bye.